the worst moments of our life. Hey, girl. Hey, that's bad. Uh, so speaking of like worst ever experiences. That is the worst ever. I don't feel so good. And that was my worst audition. How bad can I be? <laughs> and we feel the pain is best or funny. Welcome to Worst Ever Podcast. Oh my God, I'm I was your host, a sip. Christine Light. Welcome to Worst Ever Podcast. I am your host, Alak Khaled. And with I was me a sip. is that's, my friend. That's not. Wow, I, listen what, to me. What? I was oh, taking a is sip. it not fair? It's not fair. She timed oh, it's it, not so fair. I was taking a sip. I almost choked on my bubble. Welcome to Worst Ever Podcast. This is Chester C, and we are Chester, about you're not to. In yet. Chester, you're oh. not in yet. Okay, we're going to introduce you. Just, Just fucking drink your bubbly. This, this drink guest, your bubbly. He's going to be the death of me. By the way, can we get sponsored by Bubbly Water? Because I'm. I'm obsessed with this bubbly water. Yeah, it's delicious. It's, it's really good. I mean, I'm still look. Sounds wild. like you are. Listen, listen, Chester, <laughs> we haven't introduced you yet. I'm here. Here's the deal, dude. This is our show. You don't exist yet. Okay, thanks. So, anyways, yes, I I, I still am a fan of the Lacroix. Lacroix is how you're La-Croix. supposed to say it, according to what's her face on Southern Charm. By the way, are you watching oh Southern Charm? Did you? It, hello. I watched it last night. I died. I died. I, died. I, died. I want to kill Ashley. Ashley is she a is fucking, such a bitch. I don't want to use the Samantha B word, but she is. No, she is. She's just a straight up bitch. I'll use yeah. it. No, the, that's not what Samantha B said. Oh. She called uh, Ivanka. Oh. Uh, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh-huh. no, I gotcha. But yes, she, Southern Charmed, it, but I have to tell you, it is the best season of ever, all time. Ever, It's so good. <sighs> I was thinking, I was going to call you yesterday because I was like, please tell me you've watched yes. Southern Charm. It's so good. I know. I'm like, I'm really into it. But um, can, um, uh, what's your face? Um, Redhead. Can oh. she please get? Can someone fix her eye, her iPhone screen, please? No, every I time it goes to her, fi- I'm it, like, who but is it makes shattered? Her, it makes it makes you want to love her more, only because you feel sorry yeah. for her that I she know. needs. You're like, she's got like a, you know, she doesn't have a Range Rover and she yeah. has a shattered iPhone yeah. screen, and she barely gets visitation <laughs> with her kids. He's a nightmare. He's a drunk. He's a drunk nightmare with a lot of money. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, he's old. It's money. So clear. Yeah. Ugh, Thomas oh, Ravenel. She's a nightmare. I hope Ashley doesn't get pregnant. Oh, God, get her off the show. You know when Shep can't be nice to someone? Oh, Shep can't stand her. No He's, one can stand her. No one her. can stand her. Why? How could you? She's a nightmare. I know. But she's not, really you can't have night. her get off the show because then what? No, it's great drama. Mm-hmm. It's great. Um, okay, sorry. We had a tangent. Um, I want to tell you where I just came from today. Go ahead. So I went to this beauty summit. It was super fun, actually. I went with my neighbor, Vanessa Ray. Do they give you tips? Um, ah. How I'm asking. Dare you? <laughs> um, there were all, there were all kinds of like products, the natural wellness, like all that kind. Vegan, you would hate it. Did you get tips? I got a few tips. Yeah, like sure. For the under the eyes. Oh my! It was not like that. <laughs> oh, okay. It's more like beauty from the inside out. Thank you. Oh. Okay. Okay. So, um, but I did get a B12 shot. They were giving B12 shots and Is that IVs. Healthy? Yeah. I know. I'm saying, is it to do it in like a public place? I mean, are these people registered? They were red. Yeah, they had on gloves. Okay. It was. They were like registered people. I mean, yeah. I, I didn't do the IV. Where was it? Like at a restaurant? Beverly Hilton. Oh, at a hotel. Yes. Oh. It was outside of the Beverly Hilton. Okay. But there was another. That's event. where Whitney died, by the way. Oh well, bring it back. <laughs> hashtag. I'm just saying, Whitney died there. Hashtag something. I hope she didn't get a RIP B12 shot before. No, the bathtub. <laughs> don't. I don't think that's what Whitney was doing in okay, the bathtub. Well, I don't know. All right. Speaking of. We were talking about bitches earlier. I went to Starbucks on the way here. Okay. Because I just felt like I needed a jolt because of our next guest. I really want to get into it with him. Okay. Um, and it was at that Ralph's, that new Ralph's that's by your house. On yeah. Ventura. The one we wanted to go get gifts, gift bags from yeah, when it opened. The one that, that I wanted to go to the opening for gifts. There gift was bags. no red carpet there at the no Ralph's. Yes. Because it's a gorgeous Ralph's. It's a beautiful Ralph's. It's a beautiful Ralph's. So I went to the Starbucks there, and the girl that was making the drinks, okay. the barista, yeah, had a friend who was standing on the outside of where you receive your drink, who's just chit-chatting with her, and she's the only barista making drinks, and she's just chit-chatting, chit-chatting, but making drinks at the same time, but not really focusing on the drinks. Okay. And I'm literally like... You know, at my patience level, I'm like I, very I need, thin. Especially, I don't like to be late. So I was like, sure, I want to get here on time, even though you are late. Well, I want valets, right? I'm going to blame B12. It on the valets. So then, um, so she keeps chit chatting, and I look at the other customer, and I, at one point, I literally was like, <laughs> like I hit the counter, so I was like getting pissed. And then, I'm had like, you already ordered your drink? I ordered my drink. Okay. I'm waiting for her to fucking make it. Right? Got it. Got it. 
So he's continuously chatting with her. And then she turns to everyone. Now there's like eight people waiting for drinks. She turns to everyone. She goes, thanks for your patience, guys. And I'm like going, oh, my God. So she gets to my drink. And I, I literally rip it out of her hands. And I look at the guy. And I go, you should probably leave her alone so she can get to fucking work. Wow. And then the girl goes, oh, and I go, yeah. And then I just walked right out. I was so fucking pissed. I was wow. Like, yeah. Slow your roll. Yeah. Dude, it's a Saturday. I don't care. It's like, come on, guys. People are waiting. Another okay, thing that's I, all you have to say about that. Another that's, thing that's, I, I, I want to give a plug to before okay. we um, move on is I'm playing um, HQ and uh, yeah. Cash mm-hmm. Show. Yep. I'm obsessed with How's that with going? It. Um, I, I, I've won, no, so far I've won like 48 cents on cash show. <laughs> I can't cash out to my PayPal account until I win $10, but Ugh. I need a bunch of free lives. So I'd like to give out my code to everyone so Ugh. that they could sign up and get me some free lives. And they'll get free lives <sighs> too. Okay, get me, on with it. Just let me do let me know just what this find is. Real, just By the me. way, I just want to comment while Go you're ahead. looking for your code. I think you really have a problem. I think that you are, okay, well. I, yeah, I think that you mistreat your baristas. No, I'm I'm very specific with my baristas. You're specific, but in a mean way. No, my bar- Okay, so my code for cash show is S as in Sam, Q as in Queen, E as in Ethel, two B as in boy, two S Q E two B two. No one cares. That's my cash show. Now hold on, let me get my H. No one's gonna do this. Yeah, no, please sign up with my code, please, guys. You are literally hold trying on. to make ten dollars. Okay, you are working on. so hard hold to on. make ten dollars. <laughs> I will give you ten dollars to on. stop talking. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So my <laughs> HQ code is R as in Robert, O as in Orlando, T as in Tom, C as in Cat. A is an apple, the number one. That's Rotka one, R-O-T-C-A one. I can't with you. Okay. I really can't. Okay, wait, one more thing before we bring in <laughs> that our That was guests. HQ. Go ahead. Because I know that you, I feel like you have rage against the baristas. Yep. We've talked about my road rage. Right. Okay. You have it. Okay. I don't have it when my daughter's in the car, I promise you. I am, I am a much more genteel driver. Okay. That's when why I your daughter cusses. No, she That's why when cuss. I walk in, when I when she sees a car, she goes, move out of my way. <laughs> Shut up. She doesn't. <laughs> um, but I did have, I had some major rage the other day. And I think it was more like, it, my problem is never other people, yes, being stupid. But it's more people being discourteous and being unsafe. And that's, that's always my issue. Like when people are zigzagging and just cutting you off and like have no like, like, empathy for the fact that they might be putting your life in danger. That's when I get crazy. Literally driving down my street. Okay. The other morning, maybe it's just after eight. My daughter's not with me in the car. I'm driving down the street. We know we live on a hill, so it's very curvy and you have to go slow because you've driven up here. You literally can't see what's coming around the corner. So common sense and safety would tell you that you should be going maybe 10 to 15 miles an hour, which is by the way, the speed limit. I pull out of my driveway. I start down the hill. By the time I get maybe two houses away, there's a BMW on my ass. Like on my ass. Yep. And I'm like, ooh, okay, wow. Someone was coming down the hill real fast. I continue on my merry speed. You know, I'm going like 10, 15 miles an hour. At the bottom of the hill, there's a stop sign. So I stop at the stop sign. And this person can't handle that I stopped at the stop sign. Honks her horn. It's like, come on. I fucking got out of the car. Good. Pregnant Stopped, and all. Pregnant at all. Uh-huh. Got out of the Do car. Do you hold your belly? Uh-huh. Go ahead. And I walked up to her window. You walked up. She's in the car with her daughter. Does she roll down? mortified. Does she roll it down? Her window was already halfway down. Good. And she, she like got scared. She like started to back her car up. She like, saw a what, pregnant woman. Like what the, what the fuck did she think I was going to do? She saw Rip her out of her car? She saw a pregnant woman. And I went, let me tell you something right now. And I said, you need to slow your roll. Okay. It's like the speed limit on the street is 15 miles an hour. She's like, no, it's not. No, it's not. Like freaking the fuck out at me. Mm-hmm. She's like, go, move your car, go. And then she starts to like kind of maneuver her car like around. Mm-hmm. Like she's just going to keep going. I go, oh, really? You're going to hit me? You're going to hit a pregnant woman? Really? Yeah. You're going to play that game with me? Yeah. And then I card. like went back and got in my Use car. and like, Yeah. And like drove away. I told this story to my husband. 
who cannot handle that I do things like this. He's yeah. like, you, you've got to stop doing this kind He's of stuff. Right. He's right. I know. I, shouldn't I feel like be you're doing telling that. the audience the story only because you want to tell everyone that you live in the hills. I don't. I want people to look out for this bitch in yeah. a white BMW yeah. with with Rusnak plates. <laughs> Rus- okay, from the car dealership Rusnak. And if you see her wearing her stupid sweater around her shoulders, mm-hmm. you need to tell her to slow the fuck down because right. I've got your number, lady. All right. So that's my road rage. Can we introduce our next guest? Yes, please. Let's get on with it. All right. So listen, I met this. Well, I met him through you, sort of. No, you definitely did. So I did a show several years Uh, uh, ago. We did a show. Yes, we did a show several years ago that was on the internet. On uh, YouTube. On YouTube. On the Yom Yom F Network. Yom Yom F Network. Internet Icon. Internet Icon. Two seasons strong. Two seasons strong. (laughs) I was one of the judges. I was... You were like a, a the, one of the cast. You yeah, like I was cast like, yeah, it was like a of utility actors. Yeah, it was a reality show to find the next internet like YouTube Super, star, yeah. superstar, yeah, um, influencer. I guess you, would, mm-hmm. yeah. And it was at a time where vlogging and that we, those weird videos where you're like, who are these people that are so popular? Like just are coming like out well, of we were in like a different generation. We didn't. Yeah, we grow were up like going this. to auditions. Yeah, <laughs> right. But there was a whole new crop of young, very yeah. you know, entrepreneurial kids who, who, who had were- tech savvy, you know, equipment, their iPhone, <laughs> and were creating like amazing short videos. short videos that were going viral. So the host of our season two was the wonderful and lovely Chester C. Chester C. And Chester C is with us. Welcome, Chester C. That is me. Chester, you are a an influencer, a YouTuber in your own right. Mm-hmm. A musician. He's, here's the thing about Chester right now, because I had a okay. little cut while we were waiting for you because you were late. Um, Valets. He's been evolving as a human being, I should say, right? I mean, I think we all... Well, because Chester, let's be fair, because when we first met you, you were Chester C. You were like, you know, like this, like, personality, like... Yeah, no, that's not the same person I'm talking to today. You were like, I was like, who the hell is this guy? And apparently you were some big... I mean, everyone knew who you were. Well, I I don't know if I was that big. I I mean, I... Well, one... Okay, so when I was one of the co-founders of of the Yum 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 Network, so I think it was easy to become the host... But, you know, I don't think it was because oh of, nepotism to yourself. Yeah, exactly. Got yeah. it. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I earned the role. Well, I don't know because Andy Fickman directed it. Yes, and was one of the producers on it as mm-hmm. well. And I, I, we know him well, and he, I don't think he would have just said, "Oh, we'll let him do it." Like, no, I got to be. Joking. I mean, you got to be talented to be. Able, you, yeah. you were great. You oh, were thanks. Great you were great <laughs> yeah, you were our Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was. It was a lot of fun. It was. That was definitely an an era. I was the asshole on the show. I would sabotage those uh, those oh videos God, on <laughs> to get airtime because I knew they'd have to like get the story behind. Who was it, it that you had? Okay, so oh, for I- anyone who didn't see the show, I'm going to give up you a, season two. Look at you can find it on yeah. YouTube. I'll give you a quick rundown. So every episode, um, there would be a challenge, and we would give a. It would be like a challenge where you had to use certain props, or a challenge where you had to um, shoot in like a certain location. We would, you know, they'd pull a location out of a fishbowl and they'd have to come up with something, write a script, shoot it, edit it, all like within 24 hours, come back the next day, show their videos, and then we would judge them. And Sometimes in less than 24 hours, sometimes that day. And the worst video would go home, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So at the end, there was a cash prize and, you know, equipment, blah, blah, blah. So there was this one, uh, there was this one um, contestant we had who... Allah ended up working with several times because they would need utility actors. So different actors would come in and they'd pull different people to play different I parts. I was one of the most popular actors to pick from. You, people because, really, you, people because didn't want of, to I was you. like... You were, and you were, you were really down. into it. I was into it. But then you got in a fight and with And I, w- I wanted to win. I'm, I'm very competitive. Mm-hmm. And I went to it. I got in a fight with a guy because he gave me a line reading. Yeah, and don't... I, it, yeah. I lost my shit, like, on camera. Yes. <laughs> because as an actor, I'm like, mm, I'll do my job, you do yours. Now, there's a way to manipulate an actor to get it to be done the way you want it to be done, but don't give us a line reading. Like, <laughs> especially when I'm doing you a favor. 
like that's a big. I mean, that's such a common uh, early director mistake, though. That's you know, well, he the, learned fast. I, mean, I think I, I think <laughs> I brought him to tears. Scared of you? Yeah, he was scared, and it turned into a whole thing. Oh god, that was a two parter. I think. Yeah, <laughs> you just love the reality. I think if you could be on a reality show, you would be oh, like a hundred percent. Just yeah, in your 100%. element. All right, let's All right, get back, back to Chester. Chester. <laughs> so Chester, um, how many followers do you have, Chester? I don't know. Don't lie to me. I'm not. I'm not. You know you're checking every every afternoon. No, I really don't know. And 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 this is the truth. If I were to, um, if you were to look at, I haven't done this, but if you were to look at it for the last three years, it's definitely been like the downward. (laughs) People are unfollowing you. (laughs) Yes, I'm not growing. (laughs) Well, okay, but you're like, oh, then why are you on our podcast? Yeah, no, no, no. no. (laughs) Well, to be honest with you, I, I. Here's the reason why Chester's here, by the way, because of me. Well, you're, yes, and your obsessions. Yeah. yeah. So I'm obsessed with RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. Right. And I'm watching the show two weeks ago Mm -hmm. and I'm going, so they, the, the challenges on Drag Race is to, they have to make over these, um, influencers. Mm -hmm. Right. And out comes Chester C. And the first thing I go, is that Chester C? Like, I, like, takes me, I had to like, Mm -hmm. Do a double take because you've aged. Oh, thanks. No, he looked older. I mean, uh, yeah, he had aged because I was. Well, we've all and aged. Plus, it's, it's HD. Too, I thought it almost so too. Ah, yeah, yeah, I understand. So you had the crow's feet and oh, I could see the gray. The, no, it's true. No, it was true. I was like, like that's oh my happening. god, he's aged. Yeah. So uh, I can be honest with it. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, Chester yeah, C. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so I was like, holy shit, that's fucking Chester C. I love the show. I think, you know, what I love about Drag Race is that they took every sort of reality competition show and it, they spoofed it in season one yeah. and it ended up working. And now it's this huge phenomenon, right? Yeah. And everything they stand for, like even the Untucked show is like, that's like one of my favorites to see behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. I love that kind of stuff. Anyways, make a long story short. If you haven't seen this episode of Drag Race, stop the tape so I, would, I won't tell you what happened. But here's what happens. <laughs> Chester and Cracker, Miss mm-hmm. Cracker, Miss Cracker, win the whole thing. Now, when you got made over, yeah, I literally had to rewind it because you were so unrecognizable. Oh my god, Chester, so unrecognizable <laughs> and beautiful. By the way, you are yeah. crazy beautiful. So <laughs> I had to rewind it to make sure that Miss Cracker was your um, mentor. Yeah, because I was like, is that Chester? And so you totally. Like for when they showed you like walking in the heels for the first time, yeah, I was like he he's gonna he's gonna fall on his face. There's no way. <laughs> and then when you did the runway, it was like you outshined most of the actual contestants on the show. <laughs> now, was, were you like kind of were you making it seem like you really couldn't walk? And then you're like, no, you know, I'm gonna be a ringer and I'm gonna do this. No, well, I mean, no, I. For, hold on, I gotta take a moment here. I know that I signed a few NDAs, so let me think what I'm allowed, actually allowed to say. I, I'll say it this way. Well, because I know that I'm not allowed to talk about certain aspects of right. how the show's put that's together. Fine. But, um, but I'll say I wasn't putting I, I wasn't putting anything on. No, that's that's without a doubt. I was genuinely thrown into a world that I, you know, I don't know much about. I'd only seen brief moments of the show from an ex girlfriend watching it, and. Uh, you know, the other contestants, I think, were much more excited about oh. even just being a part of the show. Uh, for me, it was uh, a sort of a different experience. Well, no. And also, like, you could see as they were all doing their, like, walk for the oh, first yeah. time in the heels, they were all showing off. And Chester was, like, literally, you're like, oh, he's going to break his ankle. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> yeah. God. You know? Yeah. I yeah. Mean, they were shanting. They were sashaying and shanting and the whole bit. They were, like, yeah. all over the place and twirling. And you're like, oh, Chester has no fucking chance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And what was your drag name? Miss Candy? Miss Cookie. Miss Cookie. Miss Cookie. Yes. Which, by, by the way, it was supposed to be Miss Lumpia. Oh, my God. Because oh, you're, yeah. are you half Filipino? Yeah. Full half, Filipino? Half Filipino. I, by the way, I love, I love a Lumpia. Lumpia. Right? Oh, my mouth is watering. Well, but Ru, 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 um, she goes, what's your drag name? I go, it's, um, I think I want to go with Miss Lumpia. And she goes, Lumpia? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, uh, it's. Uh, so Filipino food, and she goes lumpia. What do you say? What is this word you're saying? I hate it. Pick anyone. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Um, so how did they bring you? On, like, who contacted you? Can you say that? Um, I can't remember. I can't remember. It, it just sort of came. It was very. It was very quick. It was within um, under under a couple of weeks. Then you had to shave your face, the whole bit. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I, I think for me, and I think I think why because I, I I've noticed it's been pretty well received. And uh, I think a big part of it is because uh, 
of just embracing the moment. Yeah. You know, so sure. um, actually, to be honest with you, I, I, some of the messages I've been getting have been so, I don't know, touching. They've been very oh, genuine. Really? Well, yeah, because a lot of the, some of the messages I've been saying, and, and I, I I'm like, took what? a moment. Like what platform? Just on, on, on Twitter, on Instagram and things. How many followers do you have there? Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's two, both of those are at the 200,000. Okay. So I don't know. Um, but, and the, yeah, whatever. Uh, so, but that's. It's so shy. Well, no, well, YouTube was, anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. So the, um, what am I, what am I saying? Oh yeah. The, so the messages that were really sort of moving to me was, it would say, you know, you don't realize how much, how important it is to mm-hmm. see a straight guy right. sort of, you know, embrace this world and, and, um, and not be afraid of your femininity and, and whatnot. And for me, it's, it's interesting because I was thinking about that and I didn't really think much of that at the, at, at the moment. I think partly I grew, you know, grew up in California. I've done theater, studied theater at UCLA, very right. liberal. We're in a, we're in LA. Right. I've had gay friends my entire life. There's not, it's not a thing I really think about how sort of, you know, if that's still a world you, where, you know, Chester, we'd like you to be in, you know, this Shakespearean play and there's a moment in it where you're going to be dressing in drag. You'd be like, Oh yeah, there's no, no thought. Yeah. Sure. There's, no, there's no thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I, I had a moment I was like, oh my God, that's right. Like there's still a huge portion of people that th- look at this and have negative feelings or sure, negative yeah. reactions. And um, yeah, I forget the bubble that we're in sometimes where, you know, we all collectively agree here in LA, like, or not even agree is not the right word. Like we're not thinking in those ways. You know what right. I mean? That's just not a thought. And so, um, so that's been really nice. That's, that's been really very nice. Cool. And that's very touching and on who cares. So here's my thing. <laughs> Did you have to tuck? Did you have so, to tuck? Okay, so I didn't actually have to tuck because okay. uh, I was wearing a skirt. Were there guys tucking? Uh, yes. Yes. I, I, before I was, you know, I was all for it. I, like I said, I was, when I got thrown into that, I told myself, you know, I'm going to do whatever. Experience. Yeah. I mean, I did, I shaved my armpits. I right. shaved, you know, shaved everything. And if they needed me to tuck, I was totally down. Um, but because of the skirt, there was no need. I didn't need to. How, I don't know if you can say this, but how, what's, What's the day like? It like how long is it? Is it one a one day thing? Is well, it two I days? I film and I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think this matters. But um, but yeah, I filmed for two days. Okay. Yeah. And how long was the process from start to finish of the transformation? Surprisingly fast. And right. I don't know if that's partly because Ms. Cookie is a freaking Miss Cracker. No, sorry. Yeah, sorry. My fault. Ms. Cracker is a is just um, a phenom when it comes to the makeup, but. Man, she just crushed that. I mean, she, it was it was a lot faster than I thought. Because you know that, you know, you've seen other, I've seen other transformations that are, you know, maybe it's like a character or something along those lines, sit in the makeup chair for hours and hours and hours. Yeah. And it wasn't Christine that. Christine Lakin. Well, I was so funny. I was literally just thinking to myself, like, my process is about when I, you know, when I'm working, it's about 90 minutes. I need about 90 minutes. That's usually how long it takes a hair and makeup artist to. And that's to look like a normal person. That's just like, to look like a normal person. He's going like Full glam, yeah. shading, and but like, granted, uh, you're putting a wig on, which is also different because that wig has already been styled, and then you're yeah. doing all the prep, and then you're putting it on. They actually have to make do with the feathers of that are on my head, which mm. is harder. Sure, sure. Oh, is it? It sure. is. Yeah, that's why you're there are comparing certain your actors- hair and makeup more difficult than having Chester C, which we'll get a picture of, um, <laughs> into a glam queen like a beautiful. Mm. One. Like, you're telling me that's it's harder. I'm not saying it's harder. I'm saying I'm wondering actually which is more time consuming. <laughs> I feel like mine might be longer. <laughs> so that, sad. That's okay. Saying something. Well, I, that's why I'm wondering if you got tips today. Oh, yeah. To mm-hmm. maybe speed up that. Mo- okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> Chester, I'm back. Listen. All right. All right. So wait. So here's here's my problem with you right now yeah let's hear it you you don't want to give yourself any credit on like what you've like all the all the influencer stuff because like no it's not about a credit i don't i don't know well we had a conversation earlier before the podcast and you were saying like at that time period right Mm -hmm. it was you you were sort of like in the beginning of yeah so what was so exciting back then for me was that it felt like we were all pioneering something you know it was it was new it was exciting the unknowns were i mean when you when we said wild wild west back then it it really was you know that that was a good way to describe it today i don't, i wouldn't use that term as much it's 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 sort of taken form and it's sort of flattened out a little bit and yeah. we know that the, the that there's power and influence in controlling fans like th- there's power in having 
a fan base, an active fan base, an active following, you know, that's, that's where the power is. And so um, back then, everyone was sort of striving to figure out what's the next move and how do you take advantage of this. Um, couple that with, I, I just wanted to start making, you know, music and, 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 and skits and things that I really enjoyed making. So I was doing what I love and it was working. And then we were figuring all this interesting stuff about the digital space at the same time. It was just a great, great era. Look, take me to the beginning. Like, I just sure. want to hear how, the process because, all right, say, so you, you're like, oh, I'm just, were you vlogging or just doing music stuff? I was mostly a music guy. So most, and most of it was original music. So, right. So you yeah. just put it on, you would sing a song, play uh-huh. a song, right? Mm-hmm. And was there a visual aspect with you more than you just playing? Was there a whole video? What was the, if you're asking concept? about my climb or like yeah. how, how it all started? Yeah. For yeah, me, yeah. Uh, it started with one song uh, called God Damn You're Beautiful that did well on MySpace. Right. Oh my so, God. That's how long ago. Yes. And then um, ended up getting some play in Australia uh, and it made this um, list for um, love songs, like top love songs of the year that were played on this radio station. And so that was a moment where I started seeing that there was actual revenue that could be made from digital music sales. Like that's what the air, you know, it was like, mm-hmm. what is going on? I, I owned the song outright. I, you know, and I just put it out there on a thing called Snowcap at first before it was even on iTunes. And, it, and people were buying it every month, and that was blowing my mind. So eventually, yeah, I started putting out more and more original music and and uh, slowly started building a following around MySpace and then also YouTube. Um, and I don't, I don't really know what the actual next big pivot point was, but um, there was just this growth of, of a fan base as I kept putting stuff out. Yeah, so. because Christine and I would comment during that time, like the internet, internet icon time, and I don't mean to insult any like of these vloggers no. or anything like that, because because we're at an age where it's a different demographic. It, it, it was, was just yeah. totally we didn't get it. Like I don't know, how, I still don't know how to use the Instagram, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, yeah. You know, like the Facebook frightens me. Like yeah, all yeah. that stuff. I'm like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to. I can't. You know, I we grew up with like appointment television. Yeah, where yeah, yeah. you there yeah. was no other way other than to program your VCR. Yeah. So you I know. had a Thomas guide. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it was. Like, I have a Thomas yeah, guide. Right, yeah. Right. So I'm was, old enough for that too. Yeah. So what I'm saying. So it was all newness. And then I was like flabbergasted because I'm like, who's it? You mean this? And I'm not saying you, I'm saying in general, this idiot's vlogging. What's a, what's a vlog? You mean they're just talking into their like video on their phone for like 30 seconds and then posting it. And then they're getting like a million hits. Like I'm going, I don't, I don't understand it. Like they're, and they're, they're not talking about anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, sure. What? It'd be sort of like a, I don't know, a podcast that, you know, talked about whatever they wanted to talk about and much. people started following that because they enjoyed those personalities. Something like that. Yeah, but we don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but do you understand what I'm saying? I just as yes. I'm like going. It was just a different format than I think we ever, you know, were used to. And, uh, you know, I got a lot of heat being a judge on that show. Oh, they hated you. They hated me. <laughs> and it was, it was because I wasn't a YouTuber. And, but the whole point was that I came from like a different side. I had, you know, created my own web series and I had written content. And so I came from more of like what I felt was like the storytelling side, Mm -hmm. the like, you know, thinking about if you want to make something for YouTube, um, how do you then turn it into something bigger? How do you then be able to sell your series to Hulu or to Amazon or to Netflix eventually? Yeah. So trying to hone the skills of who these like little mini storytellers and movie makers would then be and like the kids though and you know i thought that that was going to be really helpful and like but our audience is full of a lot of young young people and they just decided they were going to troll me and it was like really hurtful (laughs) i have never been so hurt by youtube comments in my life i I had to stop i had to stop reading them i I will say that i will say that so um i'm i'm with you and i i completely understand why that's the that's the lens in which you were you were viewing things. There are a big portion of YouTubers, I think, specifically in that era, that we, they, we would hear that, right? And we would our response to that would be, but we we're not thinking in those terms. We're thinking in in the terms of how do we just build it here, yes. grow it here. I want to make the hundred million dollars, you know, without needing to do that. Yeah. And I think that was where there's the sort of a conflict in that era between the mainstream media. And Definitely. the digital, we, I remember going into meetings too. I remember MTV meeting or something along those lines when we pitching different concepts and there was this ego, it was basically MTV thinking, all right, well, you definitely need us, right? Cause we're MTV and we're thinking, well, you definitely need us cause you're a dying 
you know, breed here, right? right. And that's how the conversations were going at that time. You know, so yeah, interesting. Yeah, I never yeah. thought of it from that perspective. And there's like a lot of like now because it's so popular, right? So everyone's sort of, I mean, like a lot of television celebrities, like even Justin Bieber, let's say he started out on the internet, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sort of. Well, and in his case, it was more about um, it was a platform in which he was found by somebody. But that but right, yeah. right. Well, yeah. still, but yeah. So, but like there's a. So there's that one guy, and I forget his name. He was like really controversial because of that whole dead Logan Paul, Logan Paul, letter. Logan Paul, yeah. Logan Paul. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you think about? I mean, he's got this huge career, but he's sort of going on the. Well, let's tell people in case you don't know what the controversy was. Right. There's a YouTuber, Logan Paul, and he went into a cemetery in Japan. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a famous it's famous a, cemetery it's the, for. It's a, it's a wooded area, and it's um, where some people go to commit suicide. And he went into it, and he was wearing some kind of ridiculous outfit, some, like, weird hat. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just considered very disrespectful. And then there yep. was actually, like a, like, a dead body in there, and lots of kids saw it, and it was very disturbing. Yeah, because no. he's got a he's got a kid following. It's like a Pokemon. Yeah. <clears throat> no, yeah, it was very um... – It was distasteful. Yeah, that's an understatement, but yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. Uh, What's the question about him, though? But My question is, is that, like, you you took your influencing a certain way, Mm -hmm. and, like, now, is is there a dangerous place now, because everyone's trying to become these big influencers, knowing the the monetary value and the fame that goes along with it? Like, taking it too far? Taking it too far. Of course. But that, yeah, of course. Well, you're sort of like in the like. I mean, well, I I, I, I hate this conversation only because I've I've had it so many times. But never no, with no, no, me. no, never. Well, not with you. <laughs> but um, one of the ways we would always sort of describe it or explain it, especially in the earlier stages of this, as it was evolving, where you would have people that were I would call we call content creators and we call influencers. A way to separate, and of course, there's spillover where people are a little bit of both. But essentially, you'd have someone that goes, okay, people are following the content that I create. Right? They might not even know who you are. They might just, there's like a little mini series you've created and they really, they trust in the quality of that, that series where I mean, it's like epic rap battles happening. You know, I want to tune into epic rap battles. That's where the following, um, that's why the following exists. Then you have people that just look straight into their camera and talk and, and right. whatever they say is, is, is the entertainment. Seven and marbles. then if they want, sure. And then if they want to create a piece of content, well, they've got all this fan base to support the content, despite the quality necessarily of the content they're going to have a huge fan base that already is a fan of them they're more of the influencer as we would we call it today you know that's been you know pretty blurry now you know i think that there's been a lot of it's it's, it's sort of leaned the the entire space has leaned in favor of influencers as a way to put it in the way that i'm describing it and defining and separating it the two um and and I don't know. I don't really know what's what the future looks like. It's, it seems like it's always evolving and it's always changing. And um, I I don't As know. It is it's now for you because you've said that it was it sort of felt like the Wild West. You know, when was that? Eight years ago, something when we when we were. Um, and now it's it's changed again and it's sort of flattened out a little bit. Um, like where you are right now. How where do you see yourself going with your platforms in like the next five ten years? Oh, well, like we were talking earlier, mm-hmm. um, you know, just a couple of years ago, I literally took my cell phone, I put it in a box and I didn't open up the box for a hundred days. A hundred days. Yeah. And wow. so I just- How did people get in lived, touch with you? They didn't. Okay. Yeah. You mean even so, fo- you didn't take phone calls even? No, no. How do you communicate? I did. I did eventually get a landline for my parents and, you know, right. uh, but- um, So you were no. olden days. Uh, did you have a I pager? Like yeah, no, a pager. no. I did when I was in high, uh, middle school. Um no, no, no. I, I, I guess what I'm saying is, you know, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, what I'm doing right now in this space, um, I've always kind of kept my toe in the space because one, it's always felt like home. Um, but my reasoning for putting stuff up over the last few years has been much more about feeling like it was a necessity to stay involved and do stuff. Um, just recently, I mean, when I say recently, I mean like this month or so, and I think maybe partly because of um, the RuPaul show kind of igniting mm-hmm. things a little bit for me, make, getting me excited to just do stuff again. Um, I wanted to start creating things, but I want to create a rule that says I'm just not going to put anything out unless it's got that same sort of, like, I want to know that I'm actually excited about putting something out. It can't be because I have a deadline and I need to just get something out there. I want to start creating content that, oh, I really do want to share this thing. Mm-hmm. Or, I, or I really want to cover that song. For So much of my 
YouTube musician career, a lot of it became, oh, I'm going to cover this hot song at the moment that I don't actually even like because it'll get the search engine. Yeah, it's popular. And I just, there's no room for that uh, anymore. I'll cover songs that I like, don't care if they're popular and write my own original music and put stuff out. But it's got to be on but the basis of that. It's like a, qu- a quality <clears throat> and passion over the quantity. Yeah, it, I, I everything like... was so, like business-driven for a while. You yeah. know? And it yeah, takes that's away... That's where I'm at. Oh. <laughs> well, the beautiful thing, well, you got well, I... to figure out what, you, what it is that you love doing that also just sort of in, is in line with smart yeah, business I, want, I want the cash. Dude. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. want the, I want the sponsors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. My question for you, though, is like with YouTube, for instance, like were you... Obviously, you were one of their top people on YouTube, yeah, at that time? I was, well, okay, so I was one of the first 100 people to cross a million subscribers. Jesus. But that's 2013, 12 or 13 or something like that. Okay, but so, like, do YouTube execs, like, call you and go, hey, Chester, where are you? Why aren't you doing stuff? No. Like, what's happening? No, no, but I I was heavily involved in that era, and I was going going in and out of of the YouTube headquarters and um, having conversations with them, and... I was getting some insight in what they were doing and how they were moving in, you know, what the plans were for the next five, you know, uh, or, you know, six months to a year, like what they're looking to do. Um, and, but part of that was me wanting to be involved and know, and cause again, like it's always felt like a home, but it's gotten so massive, so big. And so I don't, it doesn't feel like a place for content creators. It's, it, it, it doesn't, I think most people are feeling that today. Yeah. Let's turn it into a network now. It's, yeah, it's its own thing. Does it feel disposable? Is it, that what you're... It just, yeah, I don't, to be honest with you, it's weird when you speak of YouTube and you personify it. It's like, YouTube doesn't care about the creators. Like, who is YouTube? <laughs> it's like, yeah. there's a, a large body of human beings that are running YouTube. It is not run that well in terms of having like specific departments that really focus on the creators well. It's all over the place and it's, no one can make any real strong unilateral moves to help anyone. So mm-hmm. all of the complaints that YouTube creators have, like just this week, they announced that they were testing out an algorithm where instead of letting the subscribers get it, the their subscriptions based on upload time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they were going to create an algorithm to show them things that they thought they would more likely want to see in that right. way. You, like we've done, like they've done with Twitter. Right. right. That is not in the favor of um, a lot of the content creators that are trying to come up and trying to build because it makes it so that their subscribers don't even see their content now. Right. Um, that is not something that you do for content creators. That is something you do for your business. But I can't be mad. YouTube is a company. I don't, I'm not, you so know. So why not create something like YouTube for yourself in the sense of like start a whole new thing. Well, I think a lot of, I think to you, well, by the way, there are, <laughs> there are a lot of people, there are a lot of people that are talking about that. I think that at a certain point you have to start calling it what it is. And I mean, they have a monopoly on, um, to a degree on video, uh, um, uh, user generated content, video distribution. I mean, I don't, you can't really compete. You have to find a distribution. So, you'd have to make a distribution platform basically. Yeah. But, right? but again, if we go back to the whole, the, the, the power lies in having an active fan base, active community following of you or your content, right? That's, that's the power, right? If that's the power, then you don't necessarily need YouTube. You just need to make sure that group of people know how to find you. That's why Patreon is blowing up. I think a lot of people. I want to do Patreon the pages. Patreon thing. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. You guys should. You guys should. And by the way, it's 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 giving your your biggest fans a place to be more involved. Yeah, like it's an extra yeah. special. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been mm-hmm. trying to start mine over and over and over again, and I've been so bad at so it. So you have. What are you on? You're on Twitter. On Twitter, yeah, I'm on all the things, but I don't really use. Are, like, you, are you Snapchatting? No, I don't. I don't Snapchat. No, See, that's what, I don't understand the Snapchat either. Like I don't like my brother. Well, it's Instagram was stories. Telling, my brother was like, yeah, it's yeah. Instagram stories. Snapchat was his. That's what. That's blew him up. Thing, yeah. I mean, he got lost on a jet ski. We sound so old right now, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Yeah. No, Ala, Snapchat is the honestly, young one. is like a six-year-old woman <laughs> in a body of a 45-year-old like Muslim man. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's right. You are. <laughs> yeah. You are literally like, you'll be like, A, you'll be like, oh, I was watching my stories last night. And then I you're like, girl, I made this chicken casserole. <laughs> it was so delicious. Well, Someone get I... me a glass of rosé. Put some ice in it. I mean, you are like a 60-year-old. Yeah, like I'm a lady who lunches. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm okay with that, Christine. I know. I'm just, I'm just calling okay, it out. I'm in a 45 year old body, but you look Snapchat. like a 60 year old woman. How's that okay. with a child? You are Brigitte Nielsen. <laughs> Shut up, Brigitte Nielsen. She's pregnant. She's 56. 
<laughs> she's pregnant. She's pregnant at 56. Did you not see up. that? No. Yes, and it's not Flavor Flav's child. Don't okay. worry. It's um, it's that Latin guy that she left Flavor Flav for. But she's 56 and pregnant. I really How wanted to say it was Stallone. No, I know, I know, but she looks great. But she's like six, seven months pregnant, easy right now. Jeez. Oh, you never saw that? No, I you didn't watch your Wendy Williams. This week. I want to make someone not pregnant. Wendy. You want to get pregnant? You do. I want to make someone pregnant? pregnant. Yeah. Oh, well, do you Chester. have someone to make pregnant? Not responsibly. No. Mm. Oh, you know. Not responsible. What does what that mean? mean? I don't have. A, I don't. I'm single right now. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. you just didn't like your girlfriend. And you don't think she's the right one to have your child? <laughs> no, <laughs> not her. Yeah. Yeah. No, I no, mean, no. not this girl. Let's switch gears. Um, All right, go speaking ahead. of that, uh, so how is your love life? Oh, I mean, I don't know. It's pretty slow right now. Is it? Know. Yeah. You I, don't do do you do any of the the bumbling or the? I I, I, I are you a Tinder? You know guy? what's funny. I, I, I got denied by Raya because I, I guess that's not. You're a, not celebrity. A, not celebrity. Ra- Raya. You don't yeah. know what Raya is. How would I? I've been married it's, like eight years. Uh, it's Wendy like Williams. S- um, if you watch, <laughs> if you watch other shows, R A Y A. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, it's Raya. Is you yeah. can just go ahead and tell him. I, I don't know when I, I looked into it. Maybe this was years ago. This was like right after my last relationship. Try to get on there and didn't get on. But but so if I if I go on a, a Tinder or a Bumble, um, the amount of times I'll get somebody going, hey, aren't you? Chester, right? Chester, Chester C. C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just instantly, I don't want to meet that. Yeah, person, I get right? you. And so, I don't. It's hard to use those. Totally. Yeah, I think so. But too. so then you're just going to meet a celebrity who's no, I'm not. Gonna, well, you know, yeah, I'm I mean, not. Raya is just I'm celebrities. that F list celebrity that just can't use the dating apps. Basically, <laughs> real quick, because I, I and it's off. Chester C. Yeah, S E E. S E E. Where? How? What? Oh, where to where yeah. to go? I mean, that's not your find re- me? No, no, no. How did that name come about? Oh, I don't know. My parents. That's usually your last name is C. Yeah, it is really C. Oh yeah, you you were wondering if I is it like a stage name? I thought it was a stage name. No, is this my last name? Oh my god, I've been making fun of that name <laughs> when we were doing Inner Icon. I'm like, I'm like, why would he choose Chester C? Okay, Alec Led. But, but my <laughs> name has a story. Well, okay, but you never his might have had a story too. I mean, it has C a real is story. No, no. No, uh, my mom's uh, Filipino. It came from my dad's mm. side. I, I believe it was actually Psy at one point, and then it it switched for some weird spy story that I was told. I don't know. Ooh. I don't know. Oh. I didn't know that was your real name. Yeah, oh, it's wow. actually it's actually really difficult to. Um, it it seems like a very simple name, and it's yeah. really not. So, like, picture any time I go to any any place where they ask you for your last name, they're about to type it into the computer, like a DMV scenario. Right? It's always, and you, this scenario comes up a lot, right? Airports everywhere you go. It's right. like last name, and I always go C, and then we have you to have go. a moment together, where they have to figure out if I mean the letter or how to spell. And then I have oh. to go, no, it's S E E. And then they right. do that, and then they look at me and they want more because it doesn't really. And you're like, yeah. nope, yeah. that's it. Well, that's yeah. like I told you the story my, about my, my brother. <laughs> no one believed that his first name and his last name were the same. Khaled. Khaled. So when he got, <gasps> that's got to be tough too. Yeah. So his name is Khaled. Khaled. So like, yeah. what's your uh, last name? Khaled. First name? Khaled. Khaled. So, no, no, no. What's your first name? Khaled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, because it's traditional yeah. to name in the Islam right. or Arab culture to name one child a male after the last name. Like I, on my mom's side, I have Kasim Kasim, right? I do. A thief and a faff. Well, that's uh-huh. just random. That's okay. very weird. So, one time my brother was, um, he was, we were kids and he was bike riding and jumping into the lake and they were like using a ramp to jump into the lake and the lake was shallow and he shattered his ankle and the fireman and the Ambulance came and whatever, and he, he was screaming at the top of his lungs. And the fireman was like, "What's your first name?" He's like, "Khaled." He goes, "What's your last name?" Khaled, and he's screaming. And he's like, and the fireman looks. And he goes, "This is no time to joke, son. Give me your name. We don't have time to play around." He goes, "It's Khaled, Khaled." It was freaking out. So, so yeah, yeah. With my name, like Allah, right? Uh-huh. I always forget the other person's name because I'm so busy. Trying to pronounce my name correctly, so like you could, if I met you for the first time, you'd be like, "Hi, my name is my name is Chester." Hi, Allah, and you'd go, "Allah, mm-hmm. uh, uh, like Allah." I go, "No, Allah, like Aladdin without the din, Allah." Yeah, Allah, no, Allah, A L A A, not yeah. oh, not like God. And so at that now at this point, I'm like going. What's your name? What's his name again? Yeah. Like you, know. I, you just need to concentrate more when you when you listen to that. By the way, I think I've struggled with this too. Everyone struggles with yeah. it. Yeah, I'm calling you out. You got to just listen when they say their name. Yeah, it's a problem because it's a problem I have. Oh, I'm horrible. I'm always bad I can't at remember names. Anything. I'm, I'm just calling you out. I'm just calling out how I see it. I have to listen. <laughs> I have to listen. You have to listen better and not be so concerned about yeah. other people knowing your name correctly. They'll get it eventually. 
I still love you. No, you're the one with so the So why issues. do I have to? They're not listening because I have to repeat my name <laughs> eight times. <laughs> so why is it my fault that they can't get my name right? I don't know, but it's just, just, just I'd like it to be your fault today. <laughs> so I'm still curious about this 100-day off-the-grid yeah. kind of thing. Like, no. What did you like, – so, Oh, yeah. Wait. Uh, did you – A, a two-part two question. A, how did you feel after? And B, was there anything you missed that you were like, oh – I feel like a dick now. So and so had a baby or something. Did you, you know like, Roseanne no, got shit. fired? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, this is this is the end of okay. this is near the end of uh, 2016. Seven. Yeah. Beginning of end of 2016. Beginning of 2017. Um, no. You know, it's actually. I thought. I thought I was going to do a good job of disconnecting from a lot of the negative stuff that was yeah. coming from a, from being a part of it. But the part I wasn't prepared for, if I'm being completely honest, this would be my sort of focus uh-huh. if I did a TED talk. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, was that, you, you know, it's one thing we all grew, you know, we're all enough, we all grew up, there were no phones, essentially no phones. And that's fine if everybody in your world and environment also does not have a phone. That's the environment we're all playing in. So, but that's not the place that we live in now. Now everybody has a phone. And what I didn't realize, I gotten so acclimated to being connected to, some, if you call it subconsciously, connected to my, my, my mom and dad, my sister, all of my closest friends, they're always in my pocket. Right. So I took that away. And after a little while, I, I really started to feel it. I felt very lonely. I felt a level of loneliness I'd never felt before. And it was a little dark for me. But um, yeah, I guess I just wasn't really prepared for that. That's interesting. Yeah. It, I will say I did spend, I did, I did take pilot lessons mm-hmm. and I learned how to fly um, just, you know, as something to do and to occupy time. And I, you know, I thought it'd be really interesting to to possibly, you know, get a plane and fly across America and, and travel. Oh my God, look I, at you. I, I, I get, I'm like. Amelia Earhart. I, I wanted to throw up just thinking about it. I'm like, I could never do, like, he's like, a, I'm like, what kind of plane? He's like a Cessna. I'm like, well, Cessna, have yeah. you lost your mind? <laughs> I go, I'm getting on a safe. plane tomorrow and I'm freaking out already. You'll be oh fine. Oh God, You'll that's be fine. why you're so amped. Yes, <laughs> yes. That's, yeah. I think that that's very admirable. I would never do that a hundred days. Like I think it's amazing. And actually I would, when I'm on vacation and stuff, I think it's very important. I haven't done a hundred days. I think a hundred days would be amazing. Um, I would probably never work again, which would be my fear that I right. would miss out on everything that I was supposed to be doing. Um, I, by the way, I don't know. The, the, one of the big regrets was when I turned my phone on, I realized that it was only going to capture the first 48 hours of it being, off. Oh. So what if anybody ever texted me in for the next 98, there's no way of knowing. So I don't know if anyone tried to reach out to me or call. Well, what about and, emails? Um, and sorry, voicemail too. It does not keep the voicemail once it was off. So did you make your voicemail? Hi, this is Chester. I'm no, not checking my No, because it was such a spur of the moment. I was like, I'm done. And I put it in the box. Well, what, wow. was the break, what, what, what was that breaking moment? I don't like, know. What it, was, I mean, you don't just say, I'm locking my phone in the uh, box. It, there was a moment that said... Well, what happened? I, okay, if I'm being you know brutally honest, it, it was a combination of things, right? I didn't like where I was mm-hmm. at that time in my life, and I was was getting really frustrated with, like I said, feeling responsible for everybody else's feelings or or projects or just like without even doing anything in act, no action at all for for some reason felt like that was me being a bad person, and I hated that feeling. There was that, but there also was I was coming out of a relationship, you know, there was a there was a breakup that I was dealing with, and I was still mourning. And she broke up with you. No, it was very, it was very mutual, but, but, but it still, you know, it was, it's hard because we had created such a bond and a world together. Mm-hmm. And I, are I you think friends we're now. Like, yeah, we actually are. Yeah. Oh. We're actually friends now. We're actually, um, yeah, it's, it's really nice. Like, you know, we, we, we mourn the relationship, we moved on and it's, there's nothing odd or weird about it. She's been with somebody now for a while and, um, I go and I see the dog and, and take care of the dog sometimes. It's, it's great. It's great. Yeah. That's anyway. good. But you, uh, so you have this like breakdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then <laughs> yeah. you lock, and then you lock the phone up. Breakdown, yeah. breakthrough. But are you checking emails? Like, uh, yeah, I checked emails. Oh, by the way, another the cool thing about this was I, it really did a good job of filtering out who cared at that level and who didn't. So I, I would see in my emails, um, my closest friends, I could, you know, I could have probably called out the first five for sure that what is going to do this, but that emailed me said, Hey man, I'm what's going on. I just want to check in. I, I haven't heard. Yeah. From you. Yeah. I don't know where you are. You know, we live in a world right Should now I where calling Dateline. Yeah, yeah. Like what's going exactly. And, right. and you know, cause the truth is most of what we call friends, 
if you went silent, they would not know and wouldn't even look into it. There's a huge group of people that I know that I'm, I, I call close friends that if I were to do it again, yeah, they, they, they wouldn't know. They'd be busy with their lives. Right. Oh, my they God. You not, could be, like, yeah. dead on a floor somewhere yeah. and, like, well, nobody and then would on be. Like, on, like, your social platform, was there, like, conspiracy theories or, like, like people, like, fans freaking out? No, because, again, I wasn't really doing as much things. I wasn't active as much. And I did put on my Twitter – just on my Twitter, I believe. I put – um. If, just in the descriptions, nobody's. I was like, if you really need to get a hold of me, I've turned my phone off. For do you have a? Are you va- validated on the on the Twitter? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you're obsessed with the social no, media I, stuff. Your friend is Jack Dorsey. I don't know why you're not validated. I'm a, uh, Jack, I'm well, yeah, isn't gonna, that a? I'm, he oh, come on. Yeah. No, no, I'm saying, isn't yeah. that like no, an in I, right Jack, there? Jack, I'm never going to ask you to to verify me. Just saying, I will never ask for that. If you want to do it, that's up to you. Also, your My HQ code, code is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's got it. I'm sure he's seen it. He knows everything on my Twitter. Um, I don't ever go on the Twitter except to promote the show pretty much. And me. And yourself. And myself. And Well, if you want to know anything about Ms. Cookie, I thought you were you had some like hard-hitting questions. No, Ms. No, Cookie. I'm with Ms. Cracker. I'm Ms. Cookie. Oh, oh, Ms. Cookie. I'm oh, Ms. Ms. Oh, you mean you create – did you – were you allowed to vlog during that stuff? No, we no, we couldn't talk about anything. You couldn't do anything. I only bring this up because I thought you. I, I just want to make sure I don't want to leave you without something. No, no, no. I'm, some I'm, sort of tea I, that I, is I, good for you. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. No, I, there's no tea. I know the show. I just was shocked to say it, you. When I saw you, it brought back. I looked. I called Christine. I go, "You're never gonna fucking believe me." It was <laughs> so on RuPaul's excited. Drag Race, and I, she's like, "Who?" And I go. Chester C. We're going to leave off here because that was part one with Chester C. Because we have so much more to talk about next week. So join us next week on Worst Ever Podcast with part two with Chester C. You can find Chester C. on all social at Chester C. That's S-E-E. Worst Ever Podcast at Worst Ever Podcast and Worst Ever PC on Twitter. And myself, Yo Lakin, Yo Lakin on all social as well as Alec Led at Alec Led. Thanks for tuning in, and next week we'll get into Roseanne, Kanye, and all kinds of political stuff with the lovely Chester C. Hear you next week.